welcome to another episode of the Comic Source. Have a creator who uh, I just love to chat with. He's been on the show before. He's a fantastic artist. My pleasure to welcome Chad Harden back to the show. Chad, thanks for joining me. Hey, everybody. How are we doing? God, dude, it's been like, uh, I think, 10 years, it's right? Been a, it's been it's a hot been a long, minute. It's been a long time <laughs> since you blew up with Harley Quinn and how the yeah. time flies, man. Yeah. Uh, but we're here today to talk about your campaign that's going on uh, with Zoop. In the interest of full disclosure, everybody, we're recording this before uh, it starts, uh, but it should be going on by the time uh, this is released and, and you've seen it. Do we have a, a date on the release yet, Chad? So, so I... Okay, Zoop doesn't like to say when the release date's going to be. And I, I'm trusting them, but very, very, very soon. Can I say, can I say yeah, that? Very soon, yeah. And, and again, everybody, so I'm going to drop this episode the day that it goes live on okay. audio feed and YouTube. So if you're seeing this, if you're hearing this, I mean, it's live. There's a link in the show notes. You can go check it out. Uh, it's your fourth volume, your fourth art book. Um, yeah. And just give us an, uh, an idea of, of what that means to you. And, and you know, I mean, four volumes of, of your work and how your work's progressed over time. I mean, we're talking before we got started recording about it. You know, geez, it gets harder as you get older. But you've got a body of work now that there's got to be some sense of accomplishment, right? Well, uh, yes. And, and most of the artwork that you're going to see in The Art of Chad, Harden Volume 4, is only going to be available if like you, if you buy one of my prints, it, it's basically the artwork that I produce outside of professional comics or publishing comics uh, that I feel is proud enough to uh, let everybody, you know, let everybody see it um, because you're, you're doing, you're doing in between doing your normal interior pages and your covers and all that. Uh, you're producing a lot of artwork for commissions and and comic shows and whatnot sells. I mean, you name it. And so while there's a lot of fans who enjoy seeing your your work in comics, they also want to see your work, uh, you know, what you're producing. And and so these are these are the pieces that I feel are good enough to be made into a print or good enough to be, uh, you know, solicited over and over again. Um and so, uh, but if you're not like seeing me at shows and, and like, uh, or if you are seeing me at shows and, and you feel like there's too much stuff, I tell people if they can't decide the art volumes are a really good way to go because there's a picture of like everything on my table within those four volumes of, of, of those books. So, uh, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's stuff that you wouldn't get to see otherwise. It's sort of a behind the, the scenes. Uh, yeah, and, and a fantastic package, you know, hardcover looks nice on your shelf because because that's the thing. Like, I love buying prints, but I, I can't. I mean, I've been going to sh shows for, you know, 12 years and I have no wall space left. And it's right. Like, I, I'm putting my prints in portfolios just like you. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. There's uh, unless you're going to take down your pictures of grandma and grandpa, which you shouldn't, by <laughs> <Yeah>. the way, <laughs> as much as, you know, people tell me stuff like that sometimes. Like, put your grandma and grandpa back up, you know. <laughs> But uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm in the same dilemma. So, and these are you know basically these are great coffee table books. So these are books you can have out. These are books you can have on on display, and they're they're nice conversation starters. And yeah, and yeah, they, they and are they're they're print they're pretty books. They're not they're not slipshod. Yeah, they're yeah high, great quality. And and again, it's things that you know may not some people don't 
get a chance that maybe there's no shows nearby or, uh, you know, it just doesn't make financial sense for them or, or what have you. So this is a way to see some of the, or, or the commission stuff, you know, very few people get, get a chance to, to see that a lot of times. So this is a chance, you know, you're a fan of Chad's work to, to see some of the, the stuff that hasn't been seen. Um, but let me ask you, was it, was it tough? I mean, obviously you've got a, you know, big body of work. We were talking about that fourth volume. Was it tough to curate? Was it tough to decide what to yes. put in? And it, it really is because um, you, you're taught. Oh, well, you know, first of all, I I would say that I only get a chance to photograph or scan maybe half of my artwork mm-hmm. that I that I because like if I'm doing a live show on a whatnot or if I'm on a convention floor and things are busy, there's lots of times where I'll I'll, I'll give them their books and sometimes I even give them their books. Uh, forgetting to sign them. I mean, that's how crazy things are. You yeah. know? And usually they get to come back and say, Hey, you forgot to sign this. And yeah. it's no problem. But no, I I've had people call me from Europe. Like, dude, you, you didn't sign your commission. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So, so the answer to that is yes. And and sometimes it's very hard to decide, uh, you know, what to put in and what to leave out. So, but the cool part of that is, is you're getting to see what I feel is the best of the best. Um, because if I feel like the artwork, you, you know, nobody bats a thousand all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think my batting average is pretty good, but these are the, these are the humdingers. These are the ones that you hit out of the ballpark, so to speak. So if you go back and you look like you take a look at the artwork that's in volume four and again, you know, nobody bats a thousand, but you go back and look at the artwork in volume one. Can you see the changes in your, in your sock? Can you see how you've like improved or, or things that you've, learned over over time are you one of those artists that goes back and looks at your earliest work and you kind of cringe going oh i can't believe i did that yeah yeah <laughs> there there will be there will be no second printings on because <laughs> no it, it's just like you said and i was definitely proud of it at the time mm-hmm. um but you do you you grow as an artist you learn and uh and hopefully uh you're getting better until the day you die and so, yeah, sometimes I look at some of that stuff in book one and cringe. But if you were a fan in book one and you're a fan in book three, that just means that you know that when you pick up book four, that the artwork's going to be that much better, that much more exciting. Yeah, exactly. And and again, you know, whether you're a writer or an illustrator, you work in this field, you work in a creative medium, you got to continue to challenge yourself and try new things. Otherwise, I think uh, from a creative standpoint, if you stagnate, it's hard to stay motivated, right? Right. Hard to have passion. Yeah. Well, and, and the only way you stagnate is if you're not working. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you, you know, so and don't get me wrong. I, I know lots of artists who, uh, uh, and, and I was even one of them. I, I never dreamt in a million years that I'd actually be successful at doing this. My goal was just to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought, I, I never thought I would be in the position I'm in. So thank you to everyone who supported me throughout the years. God bless all of you. Uh, because I'm, I'm getting to sort of live almost a fantasy life that I'd never dreamt possible. Um, uh, I, I just loved comics growing up. I loved drawing them. I loved collecting them. And I just wanted to, you know, like when I would send in stuff to Marvel and DC, I, I had another job. I, I I've been a full-time uh, video game developer. Uh, I've been a full-time uh, in-house artist for illustration. Uh, I did video game marketing, you know, so I've always been involved in art, but uh, as far as like doing comics, 
it wasn't until I don't think I, I know that I was 33 before I was published by Marvel and DC. And the average age of their artists is like 16 to 18. Yeah. Very young, very, very young. So, um, so I was just happy to get in. And then uh, I lucked out. Jimmy and Amanda really liked what I did and brought me into Harley Quinn. And uh, that was like drinking from the fire hose right yeah. there, you know? Yeah. Uh, that was nuts. That, yeah. And, and, but, and I, once again, thank you to my fans. I thought that, you know, when Harley sort of started to calm down in sales and, and like the focus shift shifted away, um, just be, and, and, and just because I haven't been doing the book, not because does that make sense? I, I thought that, that maybe things would calm down for me, but they haven't. They've, uh, uh, I have a lot of loyal fans that follow me for, for me as an artist and not me because I worked on Harley or, or I worked on Spider-Man or whatever. So that's been really cool. Very cool. Well, see, that's one of the things I love about you, Chad, because it's because you're it's because you're so talented, man. Like pe people needed to see it. Yeah, you got on a big book that got more eyes on it. But once once the eyes were there, people realized how talented you were. But here's the other thing, you know, because, again, you and I have been, interacted at shows many times. You're one. First of all, you're one of us. You love comics, but you're so grateful and you're so humble. And you never let it go to your head and you're happy to sit there and, and, and talk. And I know even when you're busy and you don't always have time. Uh, but that's one of the things I wanted to mention for aspiring artists. So these kind of books that like that Chad puts out are great to look at and learn and, you know, bring it to a show where he's there. And, you you know, if you've looked at it, say, hey, wh why did you make this choice? Why did you make that choice? Uh, because you're, you're uh, a teacher as well. You love to kind of pass on and give to the next generation, right? Yes, I, I'm actually a tenured professor of illustration. I did retire in 2023. Um, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually a professor. And believe it or not, I, I might be one of the only people on the planet to actually have an MFA in comic books. Yeah. And then I was probably one of the only people to take that degree and turn around and teach it. Because and, and and I, I do want to say this to anybody who's interested in, in being an artist, unless you plan on teaching, you do not need an MFA. Save that money. OK, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, but like I said, I, I did it because I, I basically never planned on me being a success. I, I, I grew up in Las Vegas, so I learned very young. You always hedge your bets. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, if, um, if it wasn't for the fans and it wasn't for the support of the comics community, I would still be there teaching. Um, but if you also told me that being what, once you become a professor, you stop being an artist full-time and you become an educator full-time mm -hmm. and then art becomes second. And that, that was something that had I known before I signed up to do it, I wouldn't have done it um, because I'm just one of these people that's not happy unless I'm drawing. Yeah. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. I love my students. I love teaching. Um, but the university they love to waste your time on stupid stuff. Oh yeah, the bureaucracy, <laughs> like the bureaucracy of it all. Well, well, and okay, so not to get off on too wild of a rabbit hole, but you know, tenure for a professor it, it means that you weren't a screw up, okay. Mm -hmm. um, but to ensure that you're not a screw up, they make you jump through a lot of fiery hoops. Yeah, and. I felt like, like, Hey, I had the number one selling comic book in 2016. There's my credentials. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, 
anyway, it's designed to keep fraudsters out. Um, so you, I understand the process, but I don't have to catch. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> you know, I'm just it. like, oh, come on. You know, I when when I submitted my tenure resume, I had 27 pages of publications. Most of my peers had one or two. Yeah. One or two lines. Yeah. <laughs> I had 27 pages. I'm like, come on, you know, I'm qualified, you know, anyway. Yeah, but it's one of those things, like we were saying, you know, there's never, never enough time. Uh, and so, have you know, having to do that extra stuff, I think that keeps you away from the drawing table. So, uh, exactly. I, I guess congrats on, on you know, closing that chapter and having more time for, for the art. Um, and, so, I, and I can go, and the cool thing about being tenured is you can always go back. Right. It's like an open door. So if I ever want to do it again, I can do it again. But I'm having too much fun right now doing comics. And let's see how far we can take it. That's yeah. that's my attitude. Yeah, and you did recently, uh, you ran a, a Kickstarter uh, campaign for Death Watch. Yes. Um, which is you know, has been fulfilled and, and what have you. So is that kind of where your focus is going to go more on the creator-owned stuff uh, right now? Um, I, I am really enjoying right now. I'm doing full-time covers for Marvel. Thank you to Nick Lowe, uh, Devin, and uh, Emily, who are my editors at uh, Marvel. Um, I really feel like when I said I wanted to come back to comics, there was a lot of people that were like, great. And then there was uh, Nick and Devin and, and Emily at Marvel that not only said great, but they're like, okay, here's some, here's some work. Yeah. And then, and then when you turn it, you know, then when you return the emails and, and you give them good artwork, then, you know, here's some more work. Right. So, um, but lots of people don't get that chance. Lots of people don't get that chance. And so I was lucky to get that chance multiple times. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it, it, I love doing that. But the cool thing about doing covers for Marvel is, you know, covers only take me a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, uh, and, and Marvel fans are so supportive, you know, usually, um, I do all my covers traditionally. Uh, so I'm able to sell that original artwork and that sort of funds. I take that money and I reinvest it into creator own projects. Um, so if I'm doing interiors now, I, I really want to do them for myself. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's such, it's so much more of a time investment. Right. And not, that's oh, not to sure. say, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. not to say, and I, I talked to uh, a lot of artists about this, even when you're doing a single image, right. Uh, you're still trying to tell a story. You're still trying to convey emotion, but it is a little bit of a uh, different artistic, uh, muscle. I think your, um, your ghostwriter cover, uh, fi final vengeance, I think, uh, number one, that, that covers uh, amazing. That's a perfect example. You're it, it's dynamic and it's conveying action. And it, it's kind of almost like a, a story in and of itself. See, and I, I always liked the narrative covers when I, when I was growing up, they were all narrative covers. If you could look at the cover of a comic when I was buying comics as a kid and know exactly what the story was going to be. Right. Yeah. And now that's gone out of fashion unless, unless, it's a big project where mm -hmm. they've, where they've planned it out and, you know, and, and usually with big projects, they have everything in the can before they go to publishing unless, unless they're working with some divas, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to spill that tea, <laughs> right now. but you know, um, uh, but a lot of the covers today are, are uh, what they call inventory covers or, yep. uh, or they don't know what's going to be in the book. Uh so you just sort of have to do like a generic cover that is, has nothing. You, know, you see a lot of pinups, a lot of yep. 
a lot of cheesecake, a lot of beefcake. And uh, and there's nothing, I'm not throwing shade on anyone, but to me, that can get a little boring, a little re- repetitive. And so if I have the chance, like if I'm working on something that's mine, you can bet that there, there is something narrative in that illustration that ties into the story. Because I, I want to keep that ball rolling. I, I, I would love to see more of that in comics and less of the inventory stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of times now people, you know, an artist is told, okay, it's a cover for, you know, this book. Uh, or it's a cover for this character. They they don't even get a chance to read the script. They they have no idea what the story. Is. Yeah, yeah. A lot of artists. Exactly. It's a luxury. It yeah. you're you're absolutely right to get the full script before the book comes out and to know what you're actually drawing the cover for. It is a rare thing and a luxury. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, go and check it out. I'll I'll put it in the show notes as well. Picture of that final vengeance cover because it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, but yeah, we so we did mention the the Kickstarter. You're doing this campaign on Zoop. So was Zoop. that a, uh, was that a decision just to kind of save time? I know Zoop handles a lot of the logistics on the back end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eric and Jordan were like, uh, "Do we want to try and herd this cat?" you know you know artists are a flaky bunch and uh and so when and and once again i i i ran death watch i i had the help of some really incredible friends shout out to chris hoffman and murphy ledke who if it wasn't for them that campaign would have crashed and burned they literally (laughs) pulled me out of the fire and but once again it, it it becomes one of those things where it's like I'm spending two months on this campaign and I'm not producing any artwork. Right. That's not good. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I talked with Jordan, Jordan's like, give us a chance. We can handle this and you just draw. And I'm like, okay. And so uh, that sounded fantastic to me. So we're giving Zoop the old college try. And I hope that it's the first of many campaigns to come. Yeah, because that's the other thing. You know, we talked about your fans and, and how engaged you are. You really have a community of fans, you know, and I, I think that's one of the great things about crowdfunding, kind of cutting out that middleman, because then, you know, you're, you're speaking directly to fans, you know what they want, because we talked before about not everybody gets a chance to get to conventions or what have you. So this is a chance, if you're a fan of Chad, maybe you've never had a chance to meet him, join the Zoop campaign, feel like you're part of the community. Um, and yeah, you, you really get a chance to, to have a gorgeous uh, book of Chad's work, but but more than that, being part of the community and, and meeting uh, like-minded fans. I think there's a lot of value in that, right, Chad? For sure. Absolutely. Well, and for me, I love that because like you said, I'm I'm just a big of a comic nerd as anybody. So I yeah. love shooting, you know, how you love talking comics, you know, I, I love talking comics and, and the fans love talking comics. And so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I'll remind everybody, as I always do, you know, maybe you're a huge fan uh, of Chad and you would love to be a, a part of the campaign, but it just doesn't make sense for you financially. It's not feasible for you right now. The other way you can help them out uh, is to share this on social media, right? By the time this episode drops, you're listening to this, the campaign's live. Let your comic shop know about it. Let your other uh, comic reading friends know about it so they can go, you know, just take a minute, 30 seconds, go check out the campaign, see if it's right for you. Uh, let's make sure to spread the word because that's the other thing. I mean, it is a little different on Zoop with Kickstarter. Once the campaign's over, you know, you pretty much can't get the book. Zoop does keep a, l- a little bit of inventory, but that's not going to last forever. So the best thing is to, you know, have people that want to join the campaign and get the tiers that they want to get uh, when they get it. So let's spread the word and make sure everybody hears about it. And kind of on that note, Chad, what are some of the tiers? Obviously, the book, 
Uh, mm -hmm. What are some of the other uh, things that you're offering? Do you know so at this point? I, I, have or... a, I have a list right now, and and there there might be some modifications to this. Uh, uh, Jordan, Eric, and I are. I think we're going to nail down this, nail it down 100 tomorrow. Um, but we got uh, we have the five dollar basic support tier, which is just a thank you. Uh, we usually have a thank you page in all of our books that we do, especially crowdfunded books. Uh, $15 gets you a digital art package of the Art of Chad Harden Volume 4. Um, then we have the physical copy for $30. Um, oh, uh, the Art of Chad Harden Volume 4 with a pencil remark in the front cover. We have that for $60. So if you'd like a piece of personalized artwork. Really? Yes. You get a remark for it. So and basically for $30, you're getting Chad Harden original yeah, art. I don't exactly. think you can beat that price. You exactly. can't beat that price. Right. Wow. And, and so, you're going to uh, be busy doing those, man. And I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to limit it either. So if you want wow. a personalized sketch, you got it. Wow. Um, and then we got the complete art book collection. There's a lot of people. I don't, I don't know what happens. And I know they've already bought the books. I don't know if they moved or if someone stole them or whatever. But uh, if, if for whatever reason you need all four at this point, we have a, uh, all four books for $100, which is a, a savings of 16.67%. I'm sure that Jordan and Eric will make that sound sexy. <laughs> and, and who knows we might well even at $30 a piece it's 120 you're getting them for 100 that's a, right exactly a deal. yeah, yeah you're, you're getting a deal um and then we have what I call the complete art book sketch bundle where you can get all four plus um uh plus a just the covers which is so the last year I've been doing a lot of covers this is the collection of all the covers I've done so um, if if you somehow missed out and, you know, maybe I, I deviated off your radar uh, when I left Harley, this is a good place to catch up on on what I've been doing. Um, yeah. Well, the and, other thing about the other thing about that is sometimes your covers are on the ratios, right? Not everybody can afford, you know, one in 25 or one in 75. Here you get all of them, you know, right. a little more economical. That's a great point. That, that's great. And the. I, now here's another cool thing. I'm going to plug. So Murphy at crowd controls working on my web store right now. And so if for whatever reason you can't get it in your comic book shop, come to, I think it's going to be chadhardenart.com. Uh, that, Cause that's my web address, but I'm, I'm, we're currently switching it from one site to another. So if you go there and it's not there yet, we're going to, hopefully we're going to have enough of those variants that if you're a fan and you want one, you can get one. But this is, like you said, this is a way to get all of them in one place for an insanely low price. We're also throwing in the Art of Chad Harden coloring book. Uh, that's for 120. And then if once again, if you want to remark on one of those, uh, we have that's tier number six at 150. So um, and then everything else after that, uh, there's like uh, basically just comes with more drawings and, um, you know, more content. We have the art collector. I think we have one where I give you copies of, uh, no, those are all add-ons. So for add-ons, uh, if you miss death watch, we're going to have those in the add-ons. Uh, we're going to have some covers available in the add-ons. Um, but yeah, the, after that, then the rest of them are basically, uh, deals with, uh, commissions. So if you want like a half body commission, that's going to be, let's see, uh, that's probably, that's going to be the VIP art, art experience. Okay. Um, and that, that we have that at like 500. So the, 
the lower the price, the you know the the more simplified the sketch, the higher the price, the the more complicated sketch. And so then, everybody, don't yeah, don't wait. Go go yeah. campaign now. Because that's and the other thing. You, you are going to have limited. to limit some of these. And yes, gonna go, yeah. they're going to go quick. Yeah, once once I start whipping out the ink, because <laughs> you know there's some artists who they can they can ink just as fast, if not faster, than they pencil. Mm-hmm. I I'm one of these guys that I'm fast on the pencil, but I'm slow on the inks. Right. And uh, so, yeah, those will be limited. And then our two giant tiers are going to be um, the executive producers where you get an executive producer credit in the book itself, plus original art, uh, either from death watch or I, I did. So the, the cover that we're showing right now, that was the work in product progress cover. I actually, and for all of the art of Chad Harden volume books, I created a unique original piece. And so uh, we're going to have the original art for the art of Chad Harden volume four for sale as well. Uh-huh. And that's the ultimate package. So you can executive produce, get the, um, get the original art for the book and get the commission of your choice. So. Yeah, that that's huge. It's always cool when you, you're the one, like, There'll be hundreds, if not thousands of these books out there, but you're the one person that has that original piece. That's bragging rights for life, people. Yeah. And especially if I keep doing more covers, you know, yeah. you know, and that's what I like to, I, that's what I like to tell my fan. Hopefully every time, because um, I was on a very interesting thread the other day where there was a young artist who said, I, I can't believe the prices some of these guys are charging. They're just ripping people off. And I'm like, slow your roll, son. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because here's the thing. I, I thought the same thing. I, I was like, I'm never going to charge my fans for a signature. But and honestly, to this day, if you want a signature and I can personalize it to you, it's still free. Mm-hmm. OK, but what they don't understand, there's a lot of people out there that just want to flip a product. Yep. Um, if If I sign a comic book to a comic book store, I know that that comic book store is going to sell for five times. The yep. cover price. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm okay with, I'm okay with that, but I don't, I don't, sometimes when you're young and people aren't smothering you with attention, um, you, you can't sign it all. Uh, you know, I, I, that was one of the first lessons I learned with Harley Quinn. I literally had retailers bring up wagons full of comics Yeah, and I would spend all day at the convention signing comics and they wouldn't buy a thing. Yep. So that's when you, you know your time is valuable. You're there to work. You got to charge for those signatures. You got to charge for you got to charge for the original art. Well, I love the way that J- Jimmy puts it. Right, like um, you know, because I, you know, I'm, I'm friends with him. Obviously, you, you know him very well. Also, uh, and he, he, we were having a conversation one time, and he's like, "Okay, look, it's not. Yes, it might only take me to you know five minutes to do a quick uh, remark or or you know head sketch or whatever." You're not paying me for that five minutes. You're paying me for the experience that I've learned over a lifetime that allows me to do that in five minutes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There. Not everybody can do it. There's value in that. Well, and and like I said, I, I hope to be one of these people that improves until I die. And that just makes the artwork you get more valuable. Yep. Um, yeah. Because, and, and don't get me wrong. I love prints and things like that, but. You know, the print is always going to be worth what you bought the print for. Mm-hmm. If it, I get asked all the time, do you think this is going to be worth more money? I was like, listen, when it comes to prints, if it ever becomes more valuable than what you paid for it, you're doing good. 
But when it comes to original art, that's a completely different story because um, original art cannot be mass produced. It it, it can't. There yeah. there are people that can crank out sketches, but it can't be mass produced. So um, I, I, get, I get asked that all the time. I get asked by retailers all the time. Well, if I buy 20 commissions, I'm like, let's. First of all, <laughs> I don't have time for twenty. Come on, come you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like thank you for the interest, but you know, it, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't, uh, this isn't a. I'm not baking donuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? uh, so I'll be able to get those to you by like twenty forty. Yeah, exactly. And you're good with that? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Ex- no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, it's been fantastic uh, chatting with you, Chad. It's always great to, to see you. Uh, you going to be doing any uh, shows this year? Where am I going to see you next? I okay. So my next show is I, uh, I believe Alaska. Um, wow. And there's a lot of I got. I'm getting a lot of flack from fans uh, because I'm not going to see two e two. But you got to understand, like I've never been to Alaska. Yeah. And they're giving Joy and I like a little tiny mini vacation. Well, it's, and, and it's good to go different places you've never been because yeah, you're going to get to meet some fans you've never met. I, see, and I love that. Not only do I love meeting people, but I also love seeing the culture. And, yeah. you know, that's been one of the one of the best side benefits to comics is, I mean, I've gotten to go to Dubai and Saudi Arabia and Tokyo. And had it not been for COVID, I would have been to uh, San Paulo, Brazil and Cape Cod, Cape Cod and San Francisco. I just messed it up. Brazil, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm still game. Uh, that was heartbreaking to me because, it, oh, oh, and then um, I was supposed to go to Melbourne too, but I had planned on basically visiting every, I would have had every continent and every state in the United States. If wow. It wasn't for COVID. So this is uh, after Alaska, I only have four states that I haven't been to in America. But I still now I got to go back to, or I got to get another show in 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 South America, Africa and, and Australia. Yeah, that uh, that Brazilian show I've heard is is bigger than San Diego. Like, it's yeah, gigantic. everyone I've talked to said it's absolutely nuts. Yeah, in, in the best way. Right. That's in a good way. Not nuts in a you know, bad, bad way. Like, you know, you don't think things can get busier than San Diego. Right. If you've been to San Diego, I mean. Holy cow. You know, it is just humanity shoved together closer than I, I want to, you know, if, if you're claustrophobic or you're not a people person, maybe San Diego's not for you. Yep. Yeah. I always <laughs> tell people, uh, go to wonder. WonderCon is like San Diego light. Very similar. I, without well, many people. I, I say WonderCon's like San Diego 20 years ago. Yeah. That's what I tell people. Yep. Yep. You know, WonderCon feels exactly like San Diego before people found out about San Diego. Yeah, before everybody wanted to go. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. If you're going to be in Alaska, everybody, there you go. Be sure you for yeah. it. Uh, and then, I, and then I should hit the bigger ones, all the other big ones. So hopefully Seattle, hopefully, um, definitely Dallas, definitely uh, New York, definitely San Diego. So all all the tier one shows except for C3. <laughs> <laughs> and there, everyone's. I'm sorry, everyone. Everyone's so mad, but. Alaska right. sounds you'll, like fun. Yeah, you'll catch them. You'll catch them next year. I'll be there next year. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. I will be there next year. Okay. Remind everybody um, where they can find you online. Are you active on social media? What have you? So my most popular social media is Harden underscore Art at Instagram.com. Um, I am verified, not because I'm full of myself, just because I'm trying to run a business off of it. 
Uh, also, uh, Chad Wayne Harden on Facebook. Uh, just Chad Harden on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then everything else I think you can basically find through Meta, uh, like like threads and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. Great. Um, I'll put links to the social media in the show notes, everybody. And, and well, so. by the time this launches, uh, chadhardenart.com, Murphy should have that up and running. So, Yeah, and I'll put a link uh, to the not just the social media, but also the website uh, as well. And, and obviously a link to the Zoot page. Go and check it out. Uh, become part of the community. Check out Chad's art. Um, and again, maybe you want to join the campaign. Just doesn't make sense for you financially right now. Just share it on social media. Let your retailer know. Let's get the word out and uh, and help chat out. So, hey, man, great chatting with you as always. Appreciate Jason, the time. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah. And to all you listeners, we appreciate you joining us uh, as always, whether you're listening audio only or YouTube. We really appreciate the support and we will talk to you next time. Bye bye, everybody. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash the comic source. Do a search for the comic source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next time.